0: Live. It's time once again for the Crackman Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crackman himself, Rich Commerce. Rich has 30 years of experience in the construction industry with over 20 years as president and founder of A1 Foundation Crack Repair. His podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems due to water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, I have a flooded basement. How do I rescue it? So, Rich, I understand you have a seven-step process for what to do when someone has a flooded basement. One of your listeners might have a flooded basement right now, so let's not delay. What's step number one?
1: Don't panic when you go downstairs. Take a deep breath, and let's think about safety first. And what I mean by that, if the water is a foot or too high, We want to be concerned about being electrocuted because the outlets are about that height. So don't go into the water if it's that high. If your gas furnace or gas hot water tank has water that's covering part of it, the pilot might have gone out and you may have a gas problem there. So deal with that with the appropriate companies. But think of safety first. And a good idea with the safety is have someone nearby, even if it's not deep like that, just to be safe. All right, sounds
0: good. And what's step number two?
1: Step number two is to remove the water that's in there. We want to remove it as quickly as possible because mold starts to grow within 24 hours. You can do it with a puddle sucker like a swimming pool pump, a sump pump wet dry vac or you could go to the old mop and bucket method but you want to get that excess water out of there as quickly as possible okay that sounds like a good idea so what's step number three you want to be able to save what you can so if you have any furnishings floor coverings things like that you want to either get them up get them out or get them above the water so that they'll begin to dry. And when you're drying carpets, you want to have a fan going underneath it so that the air will move and help the carpets and so forth to dry out as quickly as possible.
0: Okay, then what's step number four now?
1: Is You want to clear any of your other belongings that may be cardboard, or anything like that because mold's going to grow very, very quickly.
0: All right. And uh, what about step number five?
1: Step number five is very important. If you have drywall on the walls, that drywall just wicks up the moisture. So you want to cut that drywall where that moisture ends. And then when you cut that, you're probably going to see insulation there. You want to cut that insulation, too, because the insulation is going to be no good. So you want to get these things out as quickly as possible so that mold doesn't start to grow up your wall. Yeah, mold could be a very bad thing. All right, then. What's step number six? Six is on the areas that you cut or anything that got wet, you want to try to disinfect it or clean it. That includes your wood. That may be what the sheetrock is held on. You want to clean that. You want to clean your floor and anything else that was disturbed by the water. Okay, now we're at final step, step number seven. What is that? Let's stop the water from getting in there, period. Look and see if there's any pipes that have broken, water pipes, sewer pipes, and get those repaired. Also, sometimes there's a little box the size of a shoe box that furnaces have right next door that collects moisture, and those sometimes don't work, and they overflow, so those can flood. Also, you want to look at your foundation. Make sure that there's no cracks where water's coming in, tie rods where water's coming in, floor wall seams around bulkheads, or between the concrete where the sewer water pipes come into the house. These are all areas that you want to check, along with if you have a sump pump, check and see if that's working properly, and that will help save you from having a flooded basement in the future.
0: And naturally, if you have one of those problems that you just described, that's where the crack man comes into play, right?
1: That certainly is.
0: Well, all right, Rich. Just to recap, let's go over the seven steps. Step number one, safety first. Shut off electricity and gas. Step number two, get that water out of your basement. Whatever you have to do, get it all out. Step number three, remove wet items so they can dry. And step number four is after those wet items are out, clear all the wet floor coverings like carpets, rugs, mats, and etc. And step number five, get rid of the wet drywall and the insulation. That could cause a really bad mold problem. Step number six, take care of damaged items and disinfect them. And step number seven, call the crack man. You probably have a problem with something in your basement that's letting water come in. Unless it's a plumbing problem, the crack man is probably the first step. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit A1FoundationCrackRepair.com or call Rich at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Rich at info at A1FoundationCrackRepair.com. Thanks for listening and keep that basement dry.